always need our boards of directors to be fully engaged and during the pandemic, now more than ever. Hi, I'm Bill Stanjukevich, and this is the first day from the fundraising school. And I'm joined today by Perry Hines, who's the Chief Development Officer at Covenant Christian Schools in Indianapolis, where he also runs his national fundraising consulting business, working with numerous nonprofits. Perry brings his expertise uh, as a member of the Board of Visitors at the Indiana University Lilly Family School Philanthropy. We're so fortunate to have him on our board and with us today on this podcast. And Perry, I've had the good fortune of observing you in action as a board member, and I know uh, in your fundraising role, you also fully engage other board members. What advice do you have for fundraisers in terms of working with their boards of directors as they now need to fundraise in place during the pandemic? Well, Bill, thank you for inviting me. Um, this is the topic that I'm very passionate about, as you can imagine. Um, there are a lot of things that nonprofit boards can do during these particularly tough times that we're experiencing right now. Um, but I like to say the main thing boards should look to do is to really return to the basics. Really just understand why you exist, why the organization exists, um, and just make sure you focus on your core. Make sure you understand uh, your mission and how, how you should be going about accomplishing your mission uh, in this particularly tough time. Um, Perry, to can you talk about how board members, the focus is so often on the CEO and understandably so, but that the board members are the keeper of the flame. They are the determiners of the strategy and how that mindset should help them be even more impassioned during these challenging times. You're exactly right, Bill. Um, they need to be very focused in, and I think key among those things is to really recognize why they're there, to really get back in touch with um, um, why did they join the board in the first place? What was it about the mission of the organization? What was it about uh, who they serve um, that really uh, sparked, lit a spark or, or, or really uh, make, made them want to um, be a member of that organization? If they can get back in touch with that main feeling, um, I think that is the basis from, from which they can start and become as effective as they can be. What are some of the steps you were taking all along with the board of directors at the school? And then I know that has transitioned into some very specific board input uh, in this whole new environment caused by the pandemic. So you know, how are you building board engagement and how has that benefited you now that uh, you know, people are sheltering and fundraising in place? Well, I think it all starts uh, back with focusing on the fundamentals. Boards really need to focus on the fundamentals of relationship building, uh, understanding their mission and the value that they bring to the to the community or to their constituents. Um, and key to that, Bill, is setting goals. All too often, um, you, you, you set this lofty, big strategic plan for the entire board. What we've done and have found is uh, very key um, and very effective is to set individual goals for each board member. And within those goals, of course, are fundraising goals. Um, so it's as part of a, a board, your fiduciary duty is not only policy and governance, but typically it involves fundraising. And of course, different organizations want you to be involved at different levels of the fundraising uh, that they are doing. But in order to be effective, you know, you're going to have to set goals and you're going to have to make a plan. And all along at the school, you've had 100% board giving. 
uh, and an expectation that the board members would help find other prospective donors. Because the board members knew of that expectation and they knew of that invitation and they knew of that encouragement that they needed to be fully engaged in fundraising, what happened when the pandemic hit? You know, as your board started to meet and they started to uh, work with you and learn from you about how maybe fundraising strategies could be adjusted to meet this particular moment. Yeah, I, I look at the pandemic as, as an opportunity, not something to be feared. Organizations are always going to go through tough times, Bill. Um, and there's been studies um, done by, you know, the Lilly School of Philanthropy, as, as well as other organizations that shows that non, nonprofit organizations, uh, it takes them longer to recover from an economic downturn than for-profit organizations. Mm. And so in order to weather those economic downturns, I think it's, in, it, it's important for the organization to look at them as an opportunity. So there's always gonna be tough times. And so if you look at it from a, a positive perspective, I think that that will allow you to move forward and make some positive plans rather, rather than, you know, an old um, athletic saying is, you know, are you gonna play defense or are you gonna play offense? Uh, nonprofit organizations, nonprofit boards always have to play both defense and offense. Uh, it just depends on which one you emphasize at any given point. And you had a board member with a strategy to go on offense in response to the virus crisis. Can you share that story? I think fundraisers can learn from board engagement uh, as they learn from the positive experience you have. Yeah, sure. We were uh, just talking about uh, strategies uh, with, with our board, like we always do. Um, but one of the board members just asked us to look at it in a little bit different way. He said, instead of looking at this as a negative, let's look at it as a positive. And what can we do to make sure we ramp up the engagement with our donors, uh, particularly those donors who have a heart um, for making sure that those who would, um, who could not normally, uh, who, who would normally come to our school, um, particularly who would normally come to, their, come to our school if they have a hard time with this new um, pandemic. A lot of people are losing their jobs, Bill. A lot of people are having some tough economic times. And so I think it's important for organizations to understand that and adapt and change to meet those needs. We see here in central Indiana, there are all kinds of organizations that have stepped up to the plate from a community-wide perspective, United Way being one of the, the main ones. And they have developed uh, special funds uh, to help the organization weather uh, this particular economic times. So uh, why wouldn't we, as an organization, a school, um, um, establish a program or a fund just like that. But what you have to do is you have to tie it to the mission of your organization. Our mission uh, is to provide uh, a Christ-centered, uh, excellent education. And so that's, that's our goal, uh, and that's what we try to do. So um, how can we make sure that everybody who wants to receive an education like that can come there? So we came up with an idea of save a seat. Every um, seat there you know schools and schools have seats not tuition they have a seat and so um we came up with this campaign put graphics to it bill key messaging uh and all those things that you would normally do in a marketing campaign uh, to your donors we did uh for this campaign and it's all because of a board member asked us to look at this opportunity in a slightly different way and instead of playing defense um how can we play offense 
And so we've developed this campaign called Save a Seat. And I'm, we haven't started it yet, but I'm extremely excited to see the results over the summer. And the fact that a board member came up with that idea is uh, evidence and a result of there was always that culture of expectation, always that culture of invitation, uh, that board members are welcome and expected to be engaged in fundraising strategy, donating, and identifying prospects. Harry, uh, last couple of questions here. We really need your advice. One is, what would you say to a fundraiser, to a nonprofit chief executive as well, who says, look, you know, these are tough times. We know people are struggling with health issues. We see the fatality numbers continue to grow. We know there's been all this economic dislocation with people losing their jobs. Um, I can't call my board members and ask them to be more engaged. That that would be, you know, rude and, and inconsiderate during a time like this. What advice would you have for a nonprofit leader who might be feeling that way uh, about engaging with their board right now? I'd absolutely say don't feel that way because boards, when they joined the board, there was a reason that they joined the board and they knew there were certain expectations when they joined the board. So they, when, you, when the organization experiences pain, um, they experience pain. And so what they wanna do is step up to the plate. You need to give them every opportunity to uh, step up to the plate. And so what that really means is even more frequent contact and more frequent uh, engagement with your board. Um, and that really goes to a key point of general overall board engagement is to personalize the relationship. Personalize the relationship between your fundraising staff, your, your administrative staff, and your board. Don't always look at them as this entity out there just making decisions and lording over the, the staff or, or uh, particularly the fundraising organization, but just personalize the relationship. And when you do that, then they expect to step up to the plate in tough economic times. And they want to come alongside you, Bill, and be your partner uh, and work at this shoulder shoulder and just plow through and, and make sure that they survive this tech, tough economic time. Good volunteers have joined our board for passion for our cause. Uh, and uh, as Perry advised, uh, as they hear from us, that is certainly within bounds uh, and actually gives them something hopeful, something positive uh, because of their care for your cause during these challenging times. Perry, similar to that then, kind of flipping around to the board members. Uh, we know that board members are responsible for strategy, uh, responsible for staying in touch with the CEO, uh, for both information and accountability reasons, financial oversight promoting the cause, all these things. How much more important perhaps is it now more than ever for the board also to be providing encouragement to the staff, knowing that the staff is feeling extra stress and pressure during these times? So it's very important that the board, like I said, that the board um, engages not only with the CEO or the fundraising uh, staff, but the entire staff of, of, of your organization, your school. So, but you have to, as uh, if, as a member of the operation staff or the fundraising staff, you have to give them that opportunity. And so look at, uh, look at uh, how you can strategically use any kind of contact that you have with your board members to bring along other people from your staff. Um, this, this current situation means we don't have a lot of personal contact, but that shouldn't stop the ability of you making sure that other staff members um, are engaged with your board. The more tentacles and more relationships your board members have with your staff, the better. And, you know, in some odd ways, those of us who used to travel a lot, even if we had a commute to work, maybe we have a little bit more time on our hands, perhaps. And, and that could be true of our board members, right? 
That's absolutely true. Look at your board members uh, just like you. If whatever's happening to you or whether, whatever is happening to the world in general is happening to your board members uh, also. So don't, uh, if you've got more time, then, then I bet you your board members also have more time. And so just try to be strategic uh, and utilize that time to develop your relationships more. Uh, you use the time to just mainly inform your board of what you're doing uh, and, and give them some ideas uh, of what they could be doing to help your organization accomplish its mission. Perry Hines brings a perspective both as a board member and as a fundraiser on how we can engage our boards now during these challenging times and help us prepare for the future. Uh, and we want to uh, use this occasion to remind you of all the resources that we have through TFRS at your desk. Uh, this is a kind of an umbrella theme that we have for all that we're doing in response to the COVID-19 crisis. Uh, our weekly podcasts, which are free, uh, are being tailored to fundraising now in this current environment and preparing for the future. We have Fridays with the Fundraising School, once a month on a Friday uh, in the afternoon, Eastern Standard Time, uh, and in the morning, uh, Western Time, uh, we're able to just have a conversation, allow you to ask your various questions and uh, maybe even vent a little bit, share your worries and concerns, share your successes uh, as the fundraising community can come together through those monthly sessions. And the fundraising school courses, we're still open for business. The courses that lead to the certificate in fundraising management and the certificate in fundraising leadership all are still available online and you can qualify for a crisis response scholarship that lowers the cost by 50% for those courses. Now, we hope to teach back in person at the end of August. Of course, we're watching local, state, national news. Uh, we're governed by the policies of Indiana University, so stay tuned for that news. Uh, but in the meantime, we're available online with those crisis response scholarships. All the information available on our website at philanthropy.iupui.edu forward slash the fundraising school. With Perry Hines, I'm Bill Stanjakovich, and now you are now more up to date on this first day from the Fundraising School. Mm -hmm.